Welcome to Shady Small Town Tea. Buckle up, bitches. It's gonna be a bumpy ride. Hi, I'm Kirk, the captain of this shit show. And I'm his number one short shit tiff. Gag on this. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is a proud member of the Pride 48 Podcasting Network. Check out more great shows at pride48.com. Hello and welcome back to another infamous shit show. Infamous, my ass. We are the best ever. Anyway. Still a shit show. It's a shitty shit 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 show on a shitty shitty snowy day. Oh, but it's almost Christmas time. Oh, fuck Christmas. There ain't no Christmas this year. Santa got COVID. He's staying home. Bye, Santa. (laughs) Bitch ain't leaving the North Pole. He's he's doing it virtually this year. You're getting virtual <laughs> gifts. You ain't getting shit. Oh, what's that? You wanted a pony? <laughs> yeah, here's a pony. Go ride your cotton pony. Oh, my. Cotton <laughs> pony. Well, that's loud. Oh, God. So anyway. today, I feel like we should really talk about self-care. Sure. Winter is here. It is that time of the year. Can't talk right now. <laughs> it's that time of the year. Seasonal depression kicks in. If you already have depression, it's just one thing on top of another. Mm-hmm. So I feel like we should talk about self-care, mental health, and what are you doing to gonna help yourself through this year? Just masturbating. Because... Okay. Well, we know what you're doing, I guess. <laughs> oh, I just had to make a joke. No. So much masturbation. Masturbation is self-care. Actually, it is. They say it helps because it relieves the endorphins in your brain. Mm-hmm. Playing with yourself is good for you, girls and boys. Mm-hmm. Don't forget to feel them up. <laughs> give them a jiggle. Give them a rub. Give them a squeeze. Mm-hmm. Gotta do the pat-pat test. <laughs> Check your testicles for cancer. Check your boobies for lumps. All mm-hmm. of the above. And then play with yourself. And hey, whatever happens, happens. It's fine. It's completely normal. A little groping always leads to fun. (laughs) Even if it's by yourself. (laughs) This is supposed to be self-care, not sexual care. I'm just saying. I know. Um, (coughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't typically, I don't have depression issues. I'll have some anxiety every now and then. I don't usually have seasonal depression stuff. Um... I do hate that it's darker out, but I usually know without COVID, I usually work. There's always fun things to do. It is crazy because I have noticed that I can sink into like fucking doing nothing, playing a video game or, or binge watching something. And all of a sudden I'm done with six seasons and it was, it was fucking nine o'clock in the morning when I started. And now it's like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I think <laughs> so, we've all done the binge. Yeah. And it's like, and that could happen more often. And I think, um, like my exercise routine keeps me on track for stuff, keeps my adrenaline up, gives me energy. And that's kind of been thrown a wrench too because the gym closed, so I can't go do that. Now it's cold and snowy, so going out hiking is a bit more of a pain in the ass because you got to dress warm, but then you start sweating and then you're freezing and then you're hot. And it's like, so it's like you got to find something. And I said like, like 17, like fucking, like fucking times. Right. I'm turning into Tiff all of a sudden. Oh, blow me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've started developing like, um, see, I said it again. I heard it. Jesus. <clears throat> I am um, doing like a 20 minute every day 
workout thing that's like a quick workout i said like again but that was part of my sentence anyway fuck off like <laughs> like fuck off god damn it see look at that big loud spike in volume people are gonna hate me for that i'm gonna say you probably just deafened like half the <laughs> listeners <laughs> but you know i think that's helped and i just started that this week um because last week i was still able to go outside and hike it was nice Right, and now the snow is here, mm -hmm. it's cold, and it's just like, oh. I know, I don't really want to go out in it. I don't want to fucking slip from ice or snow on a rock and fucking break something and be not able to do anything, so I'm trying to be cautious. But I, you know, I found a, a couple of videos on YouTube that I really like and I think will be good for me because they are quick 20-minute things that I don't really have to think about, and it's it's over, even though... The one I did today, I think I'm going to keep doing or follow him because after the 20 minutes, I was sweating my fucking ass off. And so was he. And he's like built and hot. But I mean, he was wet. He even took off his shirt because he was so wet. And I was like, OK, yeah, I'm sweating, too. So I guess it's working for me. So, you know, a 20 minute quick workout. Right. And sometimes that's all that. you need It's just yeah. really to get the blood pumping, get your brain moving, body moving, everything like that. Exactly. Yeah. But then I sat on my ass. I didn't even eat breakfast. I had two lattes. <laughs> <laughs> the coffee diet. Oh, I'm on my third right here. I'm on my second. Jingle, jingle, jingle. It's a nice latte, not a cocktail. <laughs> this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, 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 I'm one of those people that I do suffer from, like, very bad depression and anxiety. And this time of the year, no, it does not get better. You know, I am medicated for both of mine, and I have no shame in saying that. I know what it's like to wake up in the morning sometimes and just go, okay, why do I feel like this? Sometimes you know the cause, sometimes you don't. Sometimes it just mm -hmm. happens. And honestly, I think we should really more focus on, like, what are you going to do this winter to help you not get into your seasonal depression, your little rut that you get into? I mean, you're going to fall into the rut, everyone does, when it gets like that, but, you know, just a couple of ideas maybe this year to, like, try to not. Like, I woke up today, huge anxiety. Like, don't know why, just there. Yeah. And even being medicated doesn't help all the time, which I wish it did, but <laughs> it's just not how it works. Yeah. You know, so halfway through the day, I've they're on some makeup. I'm not doing anything, but you know, it just makes me feel better. That's makes me feel what you have to do. Right. It's all about you. That's that's the difference. And it's where people forget. They forget about making themselves feel good and want to get up and go do stuff. Well, exactly. And, and sometimes you have to force yourself to get up and go do stuff. You really do. I mean, there's mm -hmm. been times where I've fallen in such a deep rut and I've laid in bed for mm -hmm. days. And I mean, I've had, you know, I, I've dealt with mental health stuff and I, I have a therapist I see once a month um, but you know it's always you need to be active you need to exercise a little you need to meditate you know those types of things keep the energy in your body going and it is true I mean as much as I have been anti-exercise and I'm a lazy fucker I feel 100% different the days that I do do something, even if it's little, you know, some weights here, a walk, a hike, it makes a huge difference in my attitude for the day, my energy, how much I crave food, how much I don't eat when I, you know, work out better. I don't eat 
all these carbs, but like this weekend I was being a lazy ass and did nothing. And all I wanted was bread and fucking carbs. Mm, carbs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you it's know, crazy. And I can full on say like, I've done that to the point where it's been like, Oh, I'm not gonna clean my house or something for a couple days. And then I see the dishes build a up. <laughs> I know it's ridiculous. <laughs> but once you fall in that kind of rut though, like it's mm-hmm. just, you get there or you come home and you're like, oh, I need to do this, this, and this. And you feel overwhelmed by everything, mm-hmm. even though it's really not technically that overwhelming. Yeah. But in your mind it is. And it's just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've gotten where like I'm fixated on thoughts like in the evening or, you know, something bad is happening in my life or something that I don't have control over because... I am not the only person in my life sometimes and then I can sit and fixate on that and I can't get that out of my mind and I'll toss and turn in bed or I will just, you know, zone out for a couple hours and realize, wow, it's been two hours (laughs) and not realize it. But that's easy for me to snap out of that because I just basically tell myself, okay, stop obsessing, move on. Shit's going to happen it's going to happen when it happens. You have no control over it. Stop. Right. And like, that's my easy fix. Sorry. No, you're good. I was, I didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I can control that. I, it doesn't overwhelm me. And I couldn't imagine that, you know, that really debilitating anxiety. I mean, I have, you know, I know a lot of people that that happens to, and now it's got to be even worse. Oh, it, it definitely is like, Especially with everything that's been happening with, you know, the pandemic, everything on top of, you know, going through, you know, seasonal depression, anxiety rises with that. And it's, it's hard. I would be the first to say that it's really hard, you know, and I know there's a lot of people out there that think it's hard. And like you said, you know, for you, you know, you know how to get out of your, you know, little, when you get that way, but unfortunately... Not everyone can, and that's not always the easiest thing. And I mean, I really hope more people out there (laughs) go and get the help they need. You know, go talk to a therapist, get medicated, do what you need to do to keep yourself okay. I mean, not saying be great, because that's not always an option. Just be okay if you can. Yeah, exactly. No, I, yeah, and I mean... For some of us, it's easy to do, and the others, it's not. And then, you know, you have COVID and craziness of people that fuck with your baggage and mess with your mind and throw you off. And, you know, it's hard when it's not just you. You know, when you have family and friends and significant others that influence that and don't help that sometimes and I don't, it, it's not intentional by the other person but it just you know it doesn't help and now it's even worse I mean I think I don't I mean I have I used to meditate at least once a day for a five or ten minute really quick thing and doing that does really reset your brain and it helps a lot I mean there was Oprah used to do 21 day meditation challenges that were free and Basically, it was 15 minutes every day for 20 minutes, and it was completely guided. 
and I don't even do guided anymore. I kind of just sit and think, or don't think, I mean, <laughs> you clear your mind and you just sit in a quiet zone. Kind and <laughs> you, you know, the way that I learned originally how to clear my mind and not think about anything is just imagine this pure white space where there is absolutely nothing. And that's, you focus on that. And you drown out every sound, everything around you. You ignore it. If something disturbs you, focus your, your mind right back to that that white, empty space where there's nothing. And it, it I, I mean, I, I need to get back into meditating. I need to do a daily meditation of like 15 minutes. I mean, and it, you can do a five-minute like in between work or at lunch or on a break. It, it's crazy how easy it is sometimes. This is why I'm a smoker. <laughs> that is my 15-minute meditation break. <laughs> nice. No, it's, you know, it is so hard anymore. You know, like you are talking about, like, family, sometimes they don't understand it or, you know, they make it worse, but they don't try. Yeah. But the bad thing is, is, like, uh, generation differences. Like, in your grandparents' mind, it's fine. You know, you get over it in your you know someone else's mind it might just be one of those things where it's like oh well just change this about your lifestyle and you'll be so much better you know yeah no exactly you know and i've done a lot of different medications through for anxiety depression and so far the one i'm on currently has worked very well Mm -hmm. um but i've been on ones that have made it worse i've been on ones that it was just like oh okay what is this supposed to do again yeah so what else do you do for self-care that is not medication, um, is not a, um, I don't want to say this in a negative way, but not a crutch or a fix or a habit that replaces that. Right. No, you know I, what I mean? No, I know you're not. Okay. I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're trying to say. Because I mean, we all have them. I mean, I, I do things as, you know, a quick fix or to forget about what I don't want to think about at the time. Right. And, you know, uh, I know drink, drinking. Drinking's mm-hmm. a huge one. I yeah. mean, not just not just for me. <laughs> but there's a lot of people, you know, that do drink to forget their problems. Oh, absolutely. You know, but for me, sometimes, you know, I take a mental health day. I die. Die? Die. <laughs> wow. That Canadian? Southern? French Canadian? Southern French? I don't know. Creole. What was. It was Creole. Okay, we're going to go with that. <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't think I can. Wow. <laughs> die. 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 It's like die and day together in yeah. Australian Canadian Media? French. I like it. I'm gonna make that language now. <laughs> take a mental health day. <laughs> but you know that is one thing I do. I will take a mental health day. I will lay in bed for a couple hours with my dog, or mm-hmm. you know I'll, I'll I don't know. Sometimes I just lay on the floor with him and play with him. Yeah. It's sometimes it's just the little things like that where I'm like, you know what? I should have been doing this. I should have been you know, more focused on something else. And it's not that I'm trying to forget my problems. It's more that I'm just like trying to take my mind off of it for a little bit. Yeah, no, exactly. It's it. And that's what you have to do. You have to find your distractions and how you deal with that stuff. And if you don't, I mean, and they have to be healthy distractions, not right. Not a, you know, an unhealthy distraction like eating, drinking, you know, shopping, (laughs) (laughs) you know, any of that stuff. 
you know, that that's where sometimes we kind of fuck ourselves over by it's either balls to the wall or nothing at all. I'm going to lay in bed and not think about life at all, Right. which that's fine to do occasionally, but that cannot be your go-to. You have to have go-tos that, you know, get your ass out of that mindset and stop fucking with your head. And sometimes it's really hard to do that. And like, I mean, from people that are friends of mine that I know that have mental health issues, I know it's hard to do, but you have to literally just tell yourself, fucking knock it off. Right. Or they Occasionally. Need exactly. You know, there's been times where I've like had one of my full on mental breakdowns and I'll sit at home and cry for an hour mm-hmm. and I get up to go to the bathroom or something and I'll sit, like I'll stand there and look in the mirror and tell myself to knock it off, buckle the yeah. fuck up, put your big girl panties on, wash your face, get your shit done. Yeah. Yeah. You have to. And, and I think that's, I mean... As long as you're not talking down to yourself, I think that's a good way to snap your ass around and be like, okay, yeah, you know what? I got this. I can deal with this. Because you can. I mean, I know you have the strength to do it. Right. Most people that do, but it's when you when you have all these things piled on top of you is when it's the worst. And I think your coping mechanisms and the things you should rely on are friends and family also when you're having those crisis times by not shutting yourself in, by... Sending that signal to somebody that knows that, okay, yeah, I need, I need a little help today. I'm not doing well with this and nothing's going to change my mind except somebody dragging my ass out of it somehow. Right. And you've actually done that with me. You've full on like, just been like, Tiff, get the fuck out of bed. Guess what we're doing? And I'm like, what? And you're like, I don't know what we're doing. So I'm get the fuck out of bed. that's a great example is having someone you can talk to lean on yeah you know you don't have to understand every bit of what someone's going through but being there for them just as a friend or some kind of support yeah is an amazing thing or just i mean listening is all sometimes what somebody needs because they just need to say it they need to hear themselves say it and they need to know somebody else heard it and it it's almost like some people that journal i've never been a good journaler i've tried i like it but when I, it, I, I just, it, it's hard for me to journal. I'd rather live journal with somebody. Like, you know, if I have an issue like I, I have, I've thrown it at you and gotten your opinion on stuff because it helps me with a perspective because I am older and I do, I am kind of set in my ways sometimes. No, <laughs> not you. <laughs> and it's nice to get a different perspective sometimes. And, and I usually know when I need that, um, just from experience and just not, I don't have any overwhelming anxiety that takes over that I cannot control anymore. I mean, I used to have some, um, but I think I've put myself in a point in my life and done things right now currently that prevent any of that, those bad habits from happening. And, and I think even like bad habits, I think are kind of like a mental illness because sometimes we have those and they're a block for us, you know? Like food and shopping and just drinking and doing stupid things. And we all do it. We don't have to have a mental illness to do it, but we no. do it. And I, I consider those just along the same lines because we're using one vice to replace the other. Right. And, you know, that's always something that's hard, you know, trying to get rid of your vice or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And it's like, okay, well, instead of that, I'm going to replace it with this. And like mm-hmm. you said, it's just replacing one after yeah. the other. You're not going to... Well, and the other thing is finding out your triggers, because if there's something that always triggers you, somebody, the way something is said, 
that can seriously damage your life because on one hand, you really want this thing or person. And on the other hand, it's your trigger. Right. Like you've got to find, you can't even say you got to find a balance. No, there is no balance. You, I mean, it, it, this is the harsh reality and I know it's not a hundred percent true, but you have to remove that trigger from your life because it'll, it will always trigger you. Oh, yeah. You're not going to be able to block that trigger. And if you do block that trigger, you are hiding a part of you. Oh, yeah. You're not being your authentic self. And it, I mean, it is the sad reality. I mean, there are there were people in my past life that I cannot be around. And even if I go home and I want to connect with that person again, it winds up being the worst mistake. And it was like, okay, this is why I stopped connecting with this person. Right, because you were like, oh, yes, I remember. You caused me anxiety or stress or make me want to push you into oncoming traffic. Exactly, yeah. And, you know, and it's hard when you care about that person or their family or, you know, a significant other. But the sad reality is, is you're you're bad for each other sometimes. And... You know, I had a long, hard lesson in that, you know, being with somebody for 22, over 22 years is, is really bad. And I think we are, I know I am better not with that person. I hope the same for him. Oh, exactly. Because I mean, in the beginning it was completely different, but you know, you, you form these bad habits with each other. You start taking each other for granted and Unless you nip that in the bud when it first starts happening, it's destined to bring you both down to a level you don't want to be and you're going to be unhappy. Right. Like if you are physically stressing the other person out to the point where it's like pushing them more away than you think, then maybe it's time to sit down and like either figure it out and realize, Mm -hmm. hey, maybe we're just not right for each other Mm -hmm. or figure it out and just be like, hey, we can work this out. But there's going to be some work. Right. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. People have to be willing to do the work. And I'm not saying change who you are completely by any means whatsoever. No, No. you're just bettering yourself. You're bettering the way you communicate. You're understanding the person you're communicating with and altering your reactions, not who you are. Right. You know, instead of, you know, if you have anger management issues like I do, Instead of throwing a plate across the room, maybe sit down and talk about your issues. <laughs> I only threw a plate once. <laughs> and, you know, that's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, you, if you do it early on in any type of relationship or situation, you can um, alleviate that issue by communicating. And you can work through it sometimes, but... If one of the people shuts down or is always in defense mode when talking about whatever it is, then it, it becomes it becomes a major issue when you don't. <laughs> Someone pulled up in front of where we're recording and the dog sees them because they're still just sitting in their car doing whatever they're doing. I don't know. It sounds like a tiny lawnmower. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so if you guys hear that noise, that's the dog trying to trying to protectorate. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. You can learn to communicate and balance each other really well. And then sometimes you just can't and it's just fucked up. (laughs) I put my mic on mute. (laughs) Every time I reach for it, he starts growling. Yeah, that's funny. 
But like, really? <laughs> oh, knock it off. Anyway. Anyways, I just feel like there's so much in this world that can go wrong enough as it is. Don't put yourself in another position where it could go more wrong or it could get worse for you. If you know something's wrong and, you know, you ignoring these red flags and ignoring, you know, like this and that because you're like, you know, like you said, it was, you know, because you love them or because they're, you know, you've known them for this amount of time or this or that, you know, it's right now. It, I don't feel like anything is worth your own mental health. No. Not the job, not that person, mm -mm. not whatever you have going on in your life. No, I mean, everything's so stressed already with COVID and, you know, we can't be social. We, it's hard to connect with those people that you want to or go out and do things to distract yourself. It, it, it is much more difficult. So now those other relationships, you're relying on more to lift you up. And when they don't, they are much more detrimental. Exactly. Right now is not the time to bring other people down. Right now is the time that we need to stand like for each other. We need to be more mm -hmm. towards each other. Yep. It's just right now, you know, don't add stress. Try to help people and take it away. Exactly. I mean, that that's the biggest key. I mean, you know, creating a calm, peaceful situation instead of creating a stressful situation by looking in yourself and, and being like, do I really need to go down this road? Do I really need to be in this space? Do I need to drag this person, this thing into this? Can I figure this out myself? Is it just me? I mean, you have to do that before you go into conversations or into situations with people now because everybody is on edge. Even people that normally aren't have anxiety and issues right now that they're dealing with. So, it, you know, you have to take that step back. And here's the thing. Whoever it is that you're communicating with, dealing with, they're in your life for a reason. They're important to you. They mean something to you. So take a step back and realize they have the best intentions. It may not come through correctly. It may be communicated wrong. The wrong words may be said. But they're in your life for a reason and you want them in your life for a reason. So take it. Always realize that they're coming from a good place. And if it doesn't come across that way, just say that. You know what? What you just said, this is what I heard. I doubt you meant that, but this is what I just heard. And if, if, and you know, it's one thing that I always forget to do is if you reiterate to somebody that just said something to you, what just made, what, what evoked it in you in, oh my God, I can't talk. What it <laughs> invoked in you back to them and they'll be like, oh God, no, that's not what I meant at all. This is what I meant. Because sometimes we think of the thought we want to say and sometimes the words aren't exactly matching up with what we're thinking even though we we think it and we thought we said that because i've done that i've been guilty of that many times and sometimes you forget to say something or forget to do something so you know coming from a kind loving caring place first before reacting is usually the best thing to do right now sometimes it's hard and you get in lizard brain but you need to shut Lizard down and say, fuck you, Lizard. Lizard brain. <laughs> Sometimes I like Lizard Okay, brain. this person in their car is on the phone, and they are talking with their hands, and the car is shaking up and back. So I don't know if they're having a heated conversation or if they're just excited, but 
every now and then this person's hands flail and the car shakes. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> maybe, it's bizarre. Yeah, maybe they're just one of those people that talk with their hands so much. And True. Like, True dad. Mm-hmm. You know, I know this whole conversation's definitely been more serious, you know, but this is stuff that it needs to be talked about more. It needs to be mm-hmm. brought into the light more. Like, you know, there's Mental Health Awareness Week and this and that. But there is times where I feel like people are still ignoring it. And you Oh, can... they're not ignoring it. They're actually throwing it back in your face. That's the problem. If they were ignoring that. it, that's a different story. Because they're not, uh, they're not opinionated with it. But there are, there are people now that are like, mental health? What's that bullshit? You know, that'd be like me saying that to you. I am fully aware of mental health issues and that there are, that is a struggle. I mean, it's hard for people. So sitting back and judging them and being like, I think it's bullshit or, you know, they get a special treatment or they get a day off or they do this or they lay in bed for two hours or they take a bath. Fuck you. Let them do what they need to do to keep their life sane. Who are you to judge? Shut your mouth and step off, Felicia. Right. Sorry, oh, that's how I feel. No, and I completely agree with that. Unless you have literally been through what they've been through, what they're going through, anything like that. Even so, you shouldn't be judging somebody else. Oh, but, no, I was yeah. going to say, it doesn't matter because yeah. not every you know situation that is similar is actually similar. You mm-hmm. know, we both know someone who lost their dad. I also lost my dad, but, you know, she went through it differently than I did. Mm-hmm. It's the same situation, but not the same yeah. situation. You can relate to each other, but your situations aren't the same. There are no two situations the same, exactly. I mean, that's, no. you know. And, you know, like, anytime someone's like, oh, well, you know, it's just an anxiety attack. Can't you just kind of, like, get over it? Mm-mm. If I stabbed you in the jugular, could you just not bleed everywhere? And see, like, you know, for me, if I am a little anxiety about something, I can get over it because I don't have debilitating anxiety. And most people that have anxiety have anxiety attacks and it's debilitating. They cannot get out of that headspace. It's not just, it's not situational at all. No. It has nothing to do probably with whatever they're having anxiety about. It has to do with the way that the brain processes stuff. Right. And not every anxiety attack attack is someone sitting in a ball crying mm-hmm. or, you know, hiding away. Sometimes when I get my anxiety attack, sometimes I'm just super snappy. I'm super mean. And it's not that I'm trying to be. It's because my brain is not working with me. Yeah. We are disconnected. Mm-hmm. I'm full lizard brain motion. Yeah. You know, sometimes for me, yeah, it is crying. But it's not just like, oh couple tears here and there and I know why I'm crying no sometimes I just freak out and start crying yeah you know it's it's not like when you see in like certain tv shows when someone's like oh I have anxiety and I just can lay down and it goes away that's not how it fucking works if it fucking worked (laughs) like that guess what the rest of the world would be fucking fantastic yeah and I mean we wouldn't have a mental health system in this country that is failing miserably and does not have enough doctors, nurses, caregivers for it. I mean, it, it is a major issue in this country, and this pandemic has brought that to light majorly. Right. So, you know, and that's kind of something that's really sad is that there are people out there who have been dealing with, you know, anxiety, aversion, versions of PTSD, because there's different levels, you know, mm-hmm. uh, bipolar disorders, all of these disorders, dis- disorders, disorders, mm-hmm. Did I say 
disorders. You know, they're disorders, diseases. Okay. I mean, they're classifying a lot of it as disease. Okay. Well, for some reason, it didn't it sound right in my head when it came out. I was like, <laughs> wait, is this like another die thing? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, people hear that and they automatically feel like they have to tiptoe around you or they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm gonna st- anytime from now on I hear someone be like, oh, is that your excuse? I'm going to stab them. I don't care where. Well, you know, people that say that, they're in denial of their own issues. That's the thing. And they cannot face themselves. So they're they're projecting onto you how they feel about themselves. That's I mean, most people that have those those gut jerk reactions that you know are disturbing to your energy and your presence, that is them and their issue. They're projecting on you. It has nothing to do with you. And I mean, I and I used to always want to be like, oh, I'm going to throat punch you right now. I'll throttle your ass right now. It's like, you know what? I don't give a shit because I sit in the back of my head. And I'm like, you know what? You're the one that has the fucked up life, not me. So bye. I know I'm happy and you can judge me all you want because I don't give a shit. Right. Go fuck yourself. And I don't even need to say it because I don't give a shit. It goes in one ear and out the other. And I don't even give that person a second thought in my life. Right, but then there's me who's full-on lizard brain half the time, and it was like, the fuck you say to me, bitch? <laughs> and, you know, that will come with, with experience and, and, and life. You eventually start, and having people in your life that can um, distract that usually starts teaching your brain how to do different things. And, you know, even like me, I mean, it took me years and years in therapy and you know, I can I can turn my situations around sometimes and and not think that way. You know, for me, it's, it's just kind of funny to, like, think about, like, when I was younger, when, you know, being older now. Younger. You know what being I mean. Being older now. Jesus Christ. But I'm talking about, like, in, like, elementary school. Oh, it's been 20, it's been five years. Oh, shut up. <laughs> Graduated almost 10 years ago. Anyway. Almost 10 years ago. But, you know, when you I was, was younger... 16, 10 years ago, girl. Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. What else? What else? No judge. Shit. I was still an adult with responsibilities 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and look where we're at now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I am no longer an adult. Oh, Fuck y'all. Nailed it. <laughs> but, you know, when I was younger, though, they would always be like, oh, you're just a worry wart. A worry wart. Worry wart. That's the word I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and they'd send me, like, to the elementary school counselor and be like, oh, hey, you know, nothing to worry about. And, it, you know, mm-hmm. now going through an actual, you know, doctor and everything, mm-hmm. I realized that I've had anxiety since I was a kid. Oh, yeah. You know, that's the thing. I mean, I most schools, I mean, I think they have better training now to recognize that stuff. And I think teachers, most newer teachers care enough to not say stuff like that and direct that student to where they need to be directed, which is their counselor and their counselor should direct them to um, a psychiatrist and a therapist. Right. And see, like, I always remember them just being like, oh, just, well, write down on this little piece of paper what you're worried about and put it in this jar and it will all go away. Mm -hmm. That's not how that shit works. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it was talking about mental health. It wasn't really a thing yeah you know living in this small town it's never really been a thing yeah it's more like oh well so-and-so just seemed kind of off today mm-hmm. probably just had you know when it's when i bartended it was always like if so-and-so seemed off today it was oh 
bet the wife's not giving him any or <laughs> probably ran out of beer at home. You know, something like that. Yeah. In all reality, they're depressed. They're having an anxiety episode. It's, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever they're going through. But instead of talking about it or trying to get the help you need, they were just like, eh, ha it's yeah. funny. They suppress it and it then turns into a years later PTSD. Um, you know, going back to the, the worry jar or thought box thing, my niece, you met Lori, she, you know, she had suggested that because she uses that sometimes. And what I suggest is that, yeah, you do do that, but don't do it with like super serious things. Do it with those fleeting thoughts or those silly things that you know are silly. Because I, I mean, I, I'm not a writer, but writing down this thought or this anxiety and then folding it up and putting it in a jar and letting the energy letting the path that that thought is going to take take and get it out of your head write it down get it out when it's one of those things and i think if you practice that enough it eventually starts working because you believe it's going to work and when you believe something's going to happen it will happen but there are points where you know your anxiety you can't control it it's going to control you whether you like it or not well exactly i mean you can sit there and fight your anxiety all you want mm-hmm. you know and like with the little box idea or thought idea, whatever you want to call it. Um, like, I've done that. I've, like, tried to write down things, but I'm like, okay, what about this is, like, really getting to me right now? Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah, I can usually I can usually brush off smaller things that will still cause me anxiety. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, like, it's a super... To most people, it would be something small. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, to me, it's just monumental. Yeah. You know, when Felipe had a surgery. Mm-hmm. You know, you... You seen I was not an okay person, <laughs> but you know you talked me through it. You know to you to you it wasn't a big deal. You're like it's it's major. It's not even a major surgery. He's gonna yeah. go to sleep. He's gonna wake up. He's gonna be fine. To me though, I was like, oh my god, my dog's gonna die. Like, yeah, I mean I've been through it many many times, and I when I I get anxiety about it too, but I you know I don't have anxiety where it controls me. I've never had that issue and. Sometimes you you just can't and you just you got to go with it and just be like, all right, whatever. I'm going to just live this anxiety right now because it's going to end when you pick your dog up. Right. But um, yeah, so I don't know. So, you know, anxiety is hard. Depression Mm -hmm. is hard. Mental health is just hard all around. Life is fucking hard for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) But there is stuff out there that you can. I don't want to be an adult. Fuck it. Right. Where is my uh, subscription? I'd like to cancel it now. <laughs> no shit. But there's stuff that you can do. Go out and dye your hair that weird color. Cut your hair off. Do whatever the hell you want. It's still mm-hmm. your body. Have a pedicure. Have a manicure. Yeah. Get that massage. Paint your nails. Pierce your nipples. Get a tattoo. Well, do do whatever what... makes you happy. It doesn't matter what other people think. Fuck them. Right. Do what makes you happy. Just don't mm-hmm. endanger yourself. Besides that, go exactly. out there. And yeah. just have fun. Do positive things. Don't do things that create a crutch or uh, an excuse or the the thing you turn to for denying what you're going through. Right. If you need to go out there and just be like, you know what? I'm going to randomly take this adventure. Hope for the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want you to get kidnapped, but I want you to go out and have fun. (laughs) Go out there and just do something. Remember, you are amazing. You are a beautiful person. Exactly. Life sucks for everybody. Love so yourself or else nobody else. Well, what's RuPaul's thing? Uh, gotta love yourself. 
Oh my god, I just fucking forgot it. How how the hell somebody else gonna love you if, if you, you don't can't? Love, yeah, love how the hell you somebody else gonna love you if you can't love yourself? Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen, girl. Go RuPaul. Just remember, right. guys. Keep it real, and red is a really hard color to get off white walls if you're going to dye your hair that color. <laughs> Great. Up. All right. And bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Get dicked. Get dicked. I hope it was as good for you as it was for us. You're welcome. If you'd like to join this orgy of words, message us on Facebook. Email bitches at shittysmalltownt.com or for your old farts, call us at 304 304- 745-SSTT. There's the damn lube. What? Get dick. Bye, Felicia. You don't think I know what you've done. But when you call me baby, I know I'm not the only one. You've been so...